0: Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends, welcome to Behind the Scenes in Hollywood, an interview series where we bring you casual conversations with talent and creatives from across entertainment. I am your host, Juani Alla. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's guest is a rising young actor you know and love as Spencer Cassidine on General Hospital. Please welcome to the show, Nicholas Alexander Chavez. Nicholas, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Hey. Yep. Thank you for having me, Juan. I really appreciate it. Firstly, congrats on your daytime Emmy nomination. That just happened. So huge <laughs> kudos to you, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, So you've been playing Spencer for uh, just under a year now. Um, So I want to go back a bit to your audition for the role. Mm-hmm. Given that it was a recasting and they were sort of uh, bringing back this character as a bit older, and I'm sure there was probably a lot of secrecy around the role and whatnot. So what was that whole experience like for you auditioning and then sort of your reaction to booking it? Yeah, there was
1: secrecy, for sure, for sure. I mean, I had a character breakdown. Um, but I this initially came to me as a self tape. And I was filming them in Florida because that's where I was living for the pandemic Mm. and so I was in my grandmother's game closet filming all of my self-tapes and um, this one came through I thought it was cool I thought it was exciting Um, I sent it off at this point I was just trying to pump out as many self-tapes as my manager would send me at the time Mm. Um, but this one I feel like I I paid special attention to it Um, anyway I sent it off and then my manager called me a couple of days later and she was like, Hey, um, they want to, they want you to come out and they want you to test for this role that you self-taped for. Can you like get the time off work? Can you come out and do it? And I was like, yeah, probably. And so I, um, I told my, I was working at a car dealership at the time and I told them that I had a family emergency and they had to leave. And they're like, no, yeah, it's all good. Go take care of what you have to take care of. I think they probably knew I was full of it, but, um, <laughs> I got on a plane and then i stayed at the uh the hollywood hotel in little armenia for uh a few days before the actual uh audition was or excuse me the uh the screen test and during that time i was just like working with all the coaches they had given me like fake sides to memorize they weren't any they they were things that the writers had come up with just to like test talent with and so i was just trying to fill that in as best as i could I uh, ended up screen testing with Maura West. She was phenomenal. There were a bunch of other really, really talented actors there, uh, which was super intimidating. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just wanted to go in there and I wanted to provide my own point of view, my own perspective and try to make it unique and different than what everyone else was going to bring into the room. So I'm a, I'm a big believer in uh, be yourself, be present and be in the circumstance. And that's what I tried mm-hmm. to do just relax, be calm, be yourself, No, And honestly though, the, I, I think that maybe what creates that for a lot of people, I have my, the, the, when, when I'm trying to stand out, when I'm trying to stand out, I know that I'm underprepared. I know that I haven't done the work necessary to relax because when I've prepared, when I've done the work that needs to be done, there's nothing left for me to do. Just stop, just stop working. Stop, stop doing that. And just let all of your homework go to work for you. You've been preparing this for days or weeks or months. Just let it flow out. If, 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 yeah, if you, if you're trying in that moment, then you shouldn't be in the room because it should just be pouring out
0: of you by then. And once you had gotten the call or the email or, you know, uh, news that you had booked the role, uh, what was going through your mind? Oh, I freaked
1: out, man. <laughs> Come on. It changed my life. It completely changed my life. Guy um, was, uh, you know, staying at my dad's house, working at this car dealership in Florida. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, don't catch that plane back to Florida. You know, for, stay on friends' couches, do whatever you need to do. But we need you here to play Spencer Cassadine next week. So it was, uh, it was amazing. I called my family. I called my dad. I tell everyone this but his reaction was so great he was like smacking himself in the forehead trying to wake himself up from whatever dream he thought he was in he couldn't (laughs) believe that it was happening but it was so sweet such a such a sweet moment and uh one that I'll remember and
0: cherish forever Mm. it's uh it was really really cool man yeah and, um, you know, once you were um, starting, I mean, the turnarounds are so fast. Like you said, they're like, yeah, we start Monday or <laughs> or whenever it is. Yeah. And, you know, daily episodes during the week, it's just like constantly pumping out content um, for these for these shows that, again, are such huge staples in TV. So like, did you feel I'm sure the answer is yes, but did you feel any particular pressure joining sort of this TV world and family that had been around for decades?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I was really, really nervous, but I just kind of tried to take it one day at a time and be as gentle with myself and as easy on myself as I possibly could be. I mean, I knew that I was coming from a place of not knowing. There were many things that I did know. Like I had went, I had gone to an acting conservatory. I knew how to break down a script. I knew how to do all of these things, but there were so many things that I was ignorant about, you know? So I think that Um, what helped me to relax into the experience was just buying into, okay, look at this all as a learning experience, you know, as opposed to putting the pressure on myself to have to know everything, just admit to people when you don't. And that's okay, because, you know, you're there because they believe in your capabilities as an actor. And if there's uh, something that hasn't been communicated to you or an understanding that you don't have, let that be known, you know, don't hold that in and just uh, expect that the people who have been doing this, especially on this show for 50 years, are going to be able to come over and help you out. So that was it. And then, um, you know, again, just preparedness. I just tried to, you know, I was worried that this was a, this was a character that had been played by another actor, you know, so I, I have my own experience, like as an audience member, when I watch recast because I was a big fan of the I am a big fan of the Matrix movies um and in the original three they recast the Oracle and I was like I remember when I watched the Matrix movies for the first time I was like so frustrated that it was a new actress but she did amazing she did an amazing job and so a lot of it was me trying to figure out how do I navigate this recast how do I um how do I honor what has been done before, but still bring my own point of view to it? Ultimately what I decided, the facts of the character will never change, right? The Mm -hmm. character did like the events that took place, they took place. And the way that those circumstances manifest themselves in one actor is going to be different than how they manifest themselves in another actor. We could put you and me, the people in the same exact situation and we're gonna have drastically different responses to it. Mm -hmm. So ultimately I just tried to get back to the facts and I tried to say, okay, well, how would these events these circumstances manifest themselves in me? And ultimately that was how I tried to create the shape of the character. I think it was jarring for some people because they think it's somewhat different than what Nicholas Bechtel, the actor who played him before me did. But that's what I, uh, that was the solution I came up with.
0: Um, So I'm curious, how similar would you say that you are um, to your character, Spencer? And is there anyone um, in your life that you drew inspiration from uh, to play them?
1: Uh, There's a few people. Um, There's aspects of myself that I see in Spencer. Uh, Sometimes they aren't even the good things either like so I see a lot I see some of the things that he does and I'm like oh god I've been there man I've, been there. I've made those some bad decisions too mm-hmm. and or, or 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 thought that I was doing the right thing but really just doing completely the wrong thing um I don't know I think that uh yeah so I I see I see some of myself in there there are a lot of like his more extreme characteristics that I don't know that I see but I think that that's uh, that's your job is to try to find the ways that you and the character are similar are similar and and lean into those things because sometimes they can be your way in and they can be your way to understanding other things that are a little bit more of a stretch for you. So um, I definitely have some of those that I've noticed over the course of the last year. Um, and then yeah, I've I've drawn inspiration on um, from a lot of people who. Have hurt me in my life. I've had the experiences in my life where I've been made to feel small because of where I come from or because of the amount of money that my family has in comparison to another family's income, you know, Mm. things like that. And that really, really, really (laughs) sucks and hurts to hear. And, uh, but, you know, that's that point of view those people who made me feel small and wanted to hurt me or wanted to make me feel inferior is a point of view. And I, I, the more I, the better I got to know those people, the better that I understood that they are acting to hurt me because they themselves are in a place of pain. But it's such a fascinating thing, especially when you start dealing with socioeconomic status and all this crazy stuff, because it's Mm. like the perception of these people. And this is true of Spencer is that, he has everything that you could want. His family, they're billionaires. The, this guy wants for nothing. But really, when you look at it, he doesn't have a good father at all. He grew up without a mother who died in childbirth. So, I mean, like, he, he doesn't have any good friends. His girlfriend is a complete nightmare and using him just for his money. So he has everything and he has nothing. And it's because he has nothing that sometimes he leans into this facade, this, um, this I'm better than you, but it's all just a cover up. And so um, I don't know, it's, it's helped me to better understand and reflect on those own experiences in my life that initially I was drawing on information from to create the character. So I don't know, it's been an interesting way of like, art teaching me something about life and life teaching me something about art.
0: So given that so much happens uh, in soap operas, and they're again, like five episodes a week, and they run for months at a time, in uh, decades at a time, uh, is there anything that Spencer has not experienced yet that you're hoping to see down in the like down the line? Do you see my eyes just light up because <laughs> I have been thinking
1: about this answer for a while? Um. Yeah. I. So I, as an actor, have never been able to do anything that is like magic or fantasy or like like most of the issues that I'm having, even though they're kind of. Um, I don't know they're they're not they're not I wouldn't describe them as mundane uh but I describe them as domestic because they're all just like things with the family and like your girlfriend Mm -hmm. and issues like that but in uh tv and film we can create all kinds of cool stuff like there was this really really cool storyline back in the Luke and Laura getting married days called the ice princess which has kind of been teetering back a little bit if you watch the show and um The ice princess is a diamond that can control the weather patterns in the world,
0: Hmm.
1: which is so cool. And I just want to be I want to have to like as an actor figure out, okay, how do I play this and how do I get into the mindset of someone who has a magical diamond? Because that is so interesting and cool. Hmm. To me, yeah, I wanna do something complete fantasy, complete, yeah. like is, does not exist in the real world. Mm-hmm.
0: And soap operas can very much get there. I was speaking with my editor before and there are soap operas that have like possession storylines and all of yep. this, they can get very outlandish, so. Crazy. Uh, and, yeah.
1: <laughs> I would say that General Hospital is, from what I've seen of the other soap operas, General Hospital tends to act more on the <laughs> realistic side and yeah. if you've watched General Hospital, yeah, that's really saying something because that we, we do have some pretty crazy storylines. Um, but I would say, yeah, it, it tends to fare more on like the happening in the real world, like less to do with like the possession. kind of. But I think that stuff's cool. Mm. It's cool. Like part of the advantage of being on the show is getting to be in circumstances that I don't think that I could be on in any other show. And I'd have to and this is really the only place that I could
0: live these kinds of um, these kinds of things out, which is so neat. And uh, I'm curious if there are any sort of like dream guest stars that you have in mind for the show. There's people on my show, by the way, that I haven't gotten to work with that I'd love to work with. Uh Um, So who do you want a scene with?
1: Like I so uh, James Patrick uh, James Patrick Stewart um, he was he's amazing and he and I only got to do like one scene together uh, but he's phenomenal I'd I'd love to do more scenes with him um, I'd love to do more scenes with Laura Wright who plays Carly. Um, I've done scenes with Maurice Bernard, but I'd love to do even more of those because I think that he's a pretty talented dude. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I want to explore more of my own show, but it's like that. I mean, we kind of get into cliques, mm. you know, on the show where it's like we have such a huge cast that someone who's in this pocket of the show could go years and never intersect with this other person who's in this other pocket of the show. It's just interesting like
0: that. Uh, So for any young actors who are out there um, who want to be where you are someday, uh, what advice do you have for them? I've been thinking a lot about what an
1: aspiring actor like 40 years ago, right? Like uh, if you're working in a small town and you, uh, you know, like you and you don't really know what how to be an, an actor or like how you would move out to Los Angeles 40 years ago, that would be almost like an insurmountable problem. But now access is way, way, way less. I mean, it's kind of open to anyone now. Mm -hmm. And um, if like access isn't as uh, difficult as it used to be, then the problem is really just making sure that you have a really terrific point of view. So now more than ever, because competition is way up, anyone can submit a self-tape, you need to make sure that your training is dialed, that you know how to break down a script, that you know what your objective is, that you know what actions you're taking in order to get what you want, that you know what the relationship is. How do I feel about this person? How do I feel about the people who I'm talking about? All of that needs to be super dialed and specific because if you have a thousand people submitting for that role, and the casting director can just click, 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 click. You want to make sure that your thing is standing out, and the only way that you're going to do that is by being prepared and technically proficient.
0: Nicholas, uh, thank you so much, man, for for joining us on the show. And again, congrats on on the role, on almost a year on the show, the daytime Emmy nomination. Just you know, you're 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 on you're on the road to to really great things, man. So congrats. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, if folks want to find you on Instagram or social media anywhere, where can they find you?
1: I am Nicholas Alexander Chavez on Instagram, and I'm Nicholas A. Chavez on Twitter.
0: Awesome. And folks, as always, you can follow us at MediaVillage.com on Instagram. Head on over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. And you can see Nicholas Alexander Chavez on General Hospital weekdays at 3 p.m. on ABC. I'm Juan Ayala, and you're listening to Behind the Scenes in Hollywood.